But you sing the butcher as an intro song. Oh, right. damn. Look at this. Huh? That's Foles. This is Foles. This is Foles, Two Trees. And you were listening song. to the HNS podcast. Welcome back to the last episode of the year. What happened to the other intro? Whatever? What happened to the other intro? We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> no, talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. It never happened. This is, take, this is take two. Guys, sitting around me today for this um, beautiful moment, beautiful podcast is none other than two of my two of my cousins, two of my close cousins. To my right, I have Kevin. To my left, I have Leonard. And sitting across from me, I have another, not blood cousin, but he's a soul cousin. Benjamin is back. And this is the last episode of the H&S podcast for 2022. Today we have impromptu topics, like always. Um, let's kick it off, man. Let's kick it off. Uh, before we get into the h Awards part of the podcast, which if you guys are um, hopefully cultured enough, you should have some pretty cool answers. Very, very, very varied, very varied, very diverse. <laughs> you said I was going to have to walk me through like, more than half of these topics. <laughs> you didn't read the manual? Good thing they're topical. Good thing they're topical. It's going to be cool topics. It's going to be cool topics. But before we get into those, um, Kevin, since it's your first time on the podcast, um, introduce yourself, have people kind of get used to like what you sound like, who you are, tell us your story, and how the hell did you end up here at the H&S Podcast Studios recording with us tonight? Well, damn. Uh, <laughs> hi, everybody. I'm Kevin. Jeez, uh, I've known ever for, well, since birth. Jeez, we've known each other for how long? They were holding hands when they were born. Pretty yeah. much. Pretty much a I think long time. Kicking well, like, like, at least 28 years. We're a year apart. Yeah, 28 years. apart. So um, originally from L.A. Um, moving for work to New yeah. Jersey, actually. That's why I'm out Dude, here. We're part of New Jersey. Wow. Yeah, for uh, Bayonne. Yeah, can you give us your address? On the- oh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> How soon before you can have a housewarming party? <laughs> uh yeah i don't know yet i've never actually been out that way That'd be do you have ha- so do you have housing ready and everything like yeah that? i got my apartment ready and everything i'm gonna be there uh, new year's up? eve nice oh, shit. nice yeah so did is this hopefully like kind of covered by the company as well too or that was uh really- it would have been if it was like a if the company wanted me out there but i decided to do it on my own oh so they just said fuck you and they figured out That's- yeah okay well i would fight them over that no, <laughs> well i mean my, i get you my boss left uh, my immediate boss left and my director left. Uh, so from your current company? Yeah. So yeah, like, yeah, you know Big change, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Promotion comes through within the next six months. Hell yeah, dude. How well. far? How far are you from New York City, bro? Um, literally thirty minutes by train. Oh okay. no oh, way! So you're be like in the metro. Yeah, that's not that's too far. That's sick. That's not oh, too man. far. Yeah, that's cool. I'll be working in the World Trade Center too. So. Ooh, oh shit! Damn, that's Wait, out. You're gonna man, be working awesome. in there? Uh huh. What no a way. change! God, it's a giant damn, building. Man. That's awesome, dude. Damn, Fucking congrats! That's, that's wild, the shit. Dude. Yeah, thanks, guys. Dude, what the? All right, all right. Mr. Big Shot. Motherfucker, you're gonna be out there, man. What's the most? What's the most historic area you're excited to visit out there? Uh, it's fucking New York, bro. There's gonna be a lot to do. So it's really interesting. I've never really cared about New York, and I know people are gonna hate me for that. Um, it's just, nah, it, I mean, I mean, know. I come from a city of LA, so yeah. another big city isn't really like yeah. A, just opposite. You come, you, know, you come like, from I'm, the destination zone. Everybody wants to end up where you were. From. It's gonna be it's, crazy it's, though, because you're going from LA 
to, to it's like a polar that's opposite a, culture. Yeah, it's a, it's a culture shit. shock, dude. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Um, I so mean, they're gonna know off top you're from LA. Oh, I yeah. mean, <coughs> we'll see because I'm not like your, what you got on feet. The what traditional like LA. Yeah, I, some I was about to say oh, you're gonna yeah. have to get some Tims, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get some Tims. Bro. Yeah, to get... uh, I'm definitely not right. like the traditional LA. Hell yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, you know that people think of, and that's right. just because you know they're all transplants. So yeah, true. true, true that's a good that's point. Um, Damn, that's gonna be a huge shift, bro. You're going to fucking, you're going to New Jersey. Yeah, I forgot the name of the place you said you were going to the Bayonne. Bayonne, but you're gonna be working in the World Trade Center. That's a huge change. Are you gonna that's be living awesome. in an apartment or a house? an apartment? Sick. Nice. Damn. Sick. Yeah, I'm gonna be right off uh, the coast, basically. No so shit. I get to see Ellis oh, yeah. Island. Oh I, wow. I might be able to see the Statue of oh, Liberty. Bro, yeah, you Have you seen it. the apartment? Nope. This is your first time. Mm, I am. I am road tripping hey, through. Haven't seen me, anything. Just oh, bought it. Dog. We're going. Watch let me tell you. So I've been on the closet, exact Come on now. opposite side of that situation where I leased apartments and had people lease sight unseen, where I had them show up, never seeing anything, never you know, just with a fucking they're just awful like, like, shit. Yeah. Yep. I'm here. Please take me to my place. And so that's a very interesting experience so for both happened? parties. You know, actually, I can only imagine how it could be on the receiving side. Oh yeah, it's gonna be really interesting. How much they wanted, how much space it was. I'm sure it'll be great. And I mean, so. That thirty minutes by train is that your like your commute to work or what does that kind of look like from where you're? Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much the commute to work. So it's about thirty forty minutes. Um, okay, yeah, it's not, it's bad. not too bad. Uh, train station is about five minutes from our apartment area, kind of thing. And I've heard those memberships that are aren't too bad in regards. to... No, it, I mean it's a basic metro card like you would in L.A. Yeah, um, so I, I my metro card is the street car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it's pretty much the same thing, <laughs> just multiplied by a hundred. By a hundred, yeah. 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 Fucking street. But but yeah, I see what you mean. Like it's you know, cause, yeah. um But that that's honestly considering that's a great commute. You know, with I I would imagine I I just know from movies and shit. That that sounds cool. Yeah, and it's really nice. The amenity I got from the apartment um, is basically they have a shuttle for us too. So to oh, the, to oh, the no actual shit. train station. That's really nice. So I don't have to worry about rain or snow during and you know the Bro, so, so man, what's your rent? It's a good question. Uh, it's a good question. Before all the other <laughs> attachments to it, it's like twenty two something. Okay. What is it? A one bedroom or something? It's a one bedroom, okay. but oh, for the amount easy. that I would pay in New York, it would uh, be a studio uh, apartment. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I mean the same thing. It would be here, and you know, well not here, but it would be the same in thing LA. in LA. Yeah, that's so crazy. It's yeah. not too bad. Yeah, I feel like about, all things considering, prices, that's yeah. a package deal not too shabby yeah with the know? amenities and everything else that i get that comes along with the apartment it's not that bad of that's that. good i guess also good. an advantage you have too is you're coming from a fucking huge city already anyways right so yeah you're kind of used to the prices anyways yeah i'm used to the prices i'm used to the way how to you know the city hustles and bustles so i'm not you know it's not huh? a, gonna be that huge of a culture shock yeah. um it's gonna be interesting when no one you know talks to you because um, la a lot of people you know kind of you know at least we wave say hi a little bit every yeah. now and then I know New York, apparently, you know, it's not that kind of situation. You nah, just kind of walk by each other. fast, boy. You better not look Fuck like you, you taking a picture. Fuck you looking <laughs> at, man. <laughs> Shit. Okay. That's, well, where the, that's where the Tims come in, dude. Okay, so <laughs> stop some motherfuckers, bro. That's where you hide your gun. <laughs> what's what's going to be the first thing you do when you get out there besides work? Uh, you get the bodega up? You got to eat a chopped cheese, dog. I don't know. Okay. We'll we'll see. The I chopped mean, cheese. Yeah. Everyone tells me how good the pizza and bagels are. So oh, I'm sure. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. So you're gonna um, hit up like a, a food spot. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we'll you know, like I said, we'll see how it goes. I mean, like I said, 
New York wasn't really on like a bucket list of mine. Yeah. Right. Um, but since I am going and I have looked into a little bit of things, the only thing I'm really excited for and to see still is I think it's the only chess store in the U.S. Chess? No way. Yeah, that's what? there in New York. Yes, chess like the board. Like huh. game. Oh, I oh, like a, like a chess. chess. Like a no, no, I got a chess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no. the one over there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like a chess store. Like you. Chess. Okay. Yeah, you can literally physically buy boards. They have tables set up. What you can actually heck? play. That's really that's not cool. a thing anymore. See, that is not a thing anymore because people can play online. You don't need to yeah. buy an actual are you, board. Are you good at chess? And and you I'm, and you have generic right. <laughs> stores where you go to buy board games and you go to buy this or that, but you don't have like chess stores. Yeah, you know, exactly. I've never seen a chess store. I mean, you can life. buy one like on Amazon and it's, you know, it's a basic chess set. Um comes with everything you need obviously, right. but like you you don't you miss out on a, a bit of an experience of buying like a a board that not necessarily you want to play on, but that you can have on your house kind of as an item. Um that are like handcrafted that people don't, you know. Oh yeah, it's it's the the talent that goes into that is insane. yeah i mean you don't want to play on some of these because they're made out of like marble and stuff like that but the the design right. the elegance that yeah. goes if into it i ever it, saw like a chessboard made out of jade i mean there are those yeah, yeah. that should look nice i you mean you normally just want to like put it in the house not yeah, even touch it. Like, that's what most people do so a lot of people uh i was listening to this podcast of somebody interviewing a grandmaster and they asked mm-hmm. him you know like do you play on your board at home and he me. goes no i don't play on my board uh first off there's no one to play with mm-hmm. um second um, it's more of just like a, when you're small, sometimes they give it to you at tournaments, yeah. um, like a nice piece. Um, it goes, a lot of them are gifts from other people. Oh, shit. So it's more of a, like a design piece and more of like a memento. Like of, a de- decorative, like memorabilia. Kind yeah, of thing. exactly. Yeah. Okay. It's almost like a trophy that you've won from yeah. somebody, you know, somebody admires your, your game and they hand you a trophy basically of, you know, of a chessboard that's really nicely designed that you can kind of show off. And that's maybe like an old, like an old shotgun that you, or an old yeah. like a rifle or something that passes down. Yeah. You don't really go hunting with, you don't really go out and shoot. It just kind of hangs just on the hang wall for you. Okay, so you just so, kind of pass it so down. Now I'm curious, how many chessboards do you own? I own, okay, so a board board, I only, I own one. My father owns a nicer one um, that was like $300, Um, and then I have a mat, but the mat is more of, you know, if I need to, you know, go places Mm. or whatever, but Mm. um, yeah, the the board board I have Mm. is basic little wood pieces that are very light, you can kind of move around, Mm. Um, but with the mat, I ended up buying it from the actual uh, chess federation. What? Website they have it. There's a chess federation. That's pretty sick. I, I would imagine. So, yeah. I mean, they're plastic. It's a league. It's a yeah, sport. I that's mean, true. Yeah, it's international. Yeah. I mean, and it's one of like the oldest, man. I imagine that. Oh, yeah. It is. It's one of the oldest. That and out golf, there. probably. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Dude, um, he's actually showing me how to golf. Yeah. I still want, yeah, I need to learn too, honestly. It's not that hard. I, I, I get the gist. <laughs> I just need to not hurt you know myself what I doing to do? it. Speaking of, I want to go to Top Golf, bro. Oh, that's so fun. We should definitely do that. Yeah, I've been wanting Just to get shit faced and swing terribly. <laughs> but it's so fucking expensive though. It it is. It is very much. Wow. But no, that's that's interesting. You'll have to yeah. let us know how the chess store is for sure. So LA doesn't have like a chess store? No. So we have I mean every like stores that sell state and city for the most part have like their own leagues that you yeah. go into, like uh, you know. I know uh, St. Louis is actually very uh, popular. St. Louis? one of the biggest ones, yes. No shit. The St. Louis Chess Club is one of the biggest clubs wow. in the U.S. Wow. that I'm aware of. 
Um, I don't know a lot of chess knowledge, so I'm, I'm still learning these things. But for sure. it's one of the biggest ones. They hold a lot of events there yeah. um, for kids and for masters. Uh-huh. So you'll actually have a few grandmasters come in and present to you um, different strategies and openings that, you know, you may not be aware of. Ideas mm-hmm. that you can kind of, you know, wrap your head around when you play on the board. Do you got to be smart to play chess? Um, so, no, that's the misconception. So if you can play mm-hmm. basically... Uh, what is it like those matching card games when you were little? You could pretty much play like chess. Like Yu-Gi-Oh and shit like that. No, match- no, like uh, the, the like memory a, match card. Like games. the memory match card. Yeah, exactly. Like if you know if there's one's a cherry and you flip over another oh, one. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So if you can do yeah. that, you can you can start playing chess because chess is about memory. Okay. Um, okay. Pretty much everything has been figured out by computers at this point. Right. To the most to to a certain point, right. everyone thought chess was an infinite moves. Um, it's not because of the design of the board, how many squares, how many pieces. Yeah. There's actually a set number of moves you can do. Oh, now, what we've done throughout the years is develop what's called openings. So most people start off on the board and they just move a pawn here or there. There's really no strategy that they have behind it. Yeah. Um, as you develop your chess knowledge, you learn openings. Um, that will help you basically gain an advantage within the beginning of the game. You're not necessarily crushing unless your opponent has absolutely no idea what you're doing or what they're doing. Um, you can smack them pretty quick. Pretty easily. Um, there's some opening traps that are made for beginners. Uh, the oldest being like the Scholar's Mate, which is a, I believe it's a mate in two or three. Bro. Me, I would go in there so ignorant, bro. I'd be making moves and shit. I wouldn't even know if the moves are. Allowed. I've always wondered about chess, bro, but I always felt like I'm too. I've never, I was pl- I've never played it, bro. I never. briefly played in middle school, but yeah. I, I never really. I need to get honestly. I need to get back in it because it sounds like a really fun mind game yeah. kind of thing. I think yeah. it's also blown up a little bit. No, it has because especially again with people playing now that you can play remotely online yeah. and stuff like that, and also just really random. Uh, do you, do you use Reddit at all? Like, you, a little like, bit here and there. I didn't know if it, this is like a chess anarchy subreddit. Yeah, so the chess. I figured this is kind of sounding like some people that are so, on there. Like, so the chess anarchy uh, Reddit is really funny because. Because what the fuck is um, that? chess what is that? and golf are two of the most two of the most, most well known sports uh-huh. of this old school, mm. you know. Sorry to say, it, but white mental, yeah, yeah high yeah, class yeah, yeah, yeah. mentality, right? Yeah, yeah. Of, sport, you know, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not sorry to say it at all. It's absolutely true. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's a higher echelon sport. It's you know, it's a, it's about it's a bunch of suits coming together to kind of play this sport. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this thing of you know, like traditional way for chess. You show up to a tournament, like grandmasters will show up in suits. Um, Grandmasters will show up in suits. Grandmasters will show that up in suits. That sounds like some shit. To play chess? <laughs> to play chess, yes. What I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. No, that, you're right. That's that's. I don't know about that one. They would show up like... As... <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Hold on, that's, that's. Yeah. no." But they would show up in their best like attire to yes. like, yeah. So, okay. so the thing is that chess has been very chess has blown up. Yes, it has yeah, over yeah. you know over this past year, especially with the Queen's Gambit coming out. Queen's um, Gambit. Oh, the uh, the, movie. the Netflix series. Oh, oh yeah, Netflix series. is that what it's about? Uh, uh, yeah, it is about yeah, it's about a a tale of this uh, girl who has extreme knowledge of the game. She's able to picture the board and stuff like that. Is it like a mind. documentary? It's kind of like that because they did take it from some uh, from a woman. It's like a dr- dramatization. Yeah, right? like, but it is very. It's pretty accurate okay. because they did ask a lot of grandmasters to really help out on the show because they really wanted but... to depict the difficulties of chess and being a like becoming a grandmaster themselves. Because um, it is no easy feat. You have to study hours and hours of basically memorizing 
different openings and how your opponent can play against you. So it's about learning. It's about pattern recognition. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like I said, a bunch of calculation of, of knowing pretty much your game and how you should be playing it. The end game is one of the hardest. It's what kind of separates, um, you know, masters from grandmasters. Wow. Um, knowing how to finish a game and, you know, how to do it very properly with very few pieces is how you become a grandmaster. Most people think that chess is difficult in the beginning. Who crowns you? Or in the middle. Uh, the Chess Federation does it, actually. So you have to like, uh, perform in their games, their league? Their, so you like, have to perform. I don't know. You're kind of like the FIFA of chess? Uh, kind of. It's a you know old school organization of... Um, basically, there's two organizations that, I, hmm. that I'm aware of. One is kind of like local for the country. The other one is the International Federation. Um, so the International Federation, is, if I remember correctly, is the one that kind of crowns you Grandmaster. So you have to meet certain norms. You have to be... You have to have won so many tournaments. Mm-hmm. You've had to what the have a certain rating. Like there's a certain criteria for you to become. So it's almost actually, I bet a really weird but accurate comparison would kind of be UFC, because you have to think not not in like the form, obviously the sport, but like in the, the, the grading. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. very much like structured in yeah. a way where only these type of people are matching together. I saw not too long Like, ago. right? Is that, is that kind it, of... It is kind of... In certain tournaments, there is that. Um, like, they will only have, like, grandmasters. Your weight class of chess, if you will. Yeah. Because <laughs> there, there are tournaments... Uh, there are certain, like, type of tournaments that will allow... Um, Basically, kind of, you just throw your name in the hat. Like open mic chess. Um, yeah, like, like an open rating, and you just kind of go in. That's how a lot of people un- un- unranked match chess. See, there's certain casual. Yeah. yeah, some yeah. people start off like <laughs> casual match because friendly. you don't know what your rating is. So right. You yeah. Throw yeah. yourself in the pool and find sure. out where you're at. Exactly, and that's. I mean, that's where you the 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 when you win some you lose Dude, some. All right, hold on. Comes into play. So besides. Fucking chess and golf. What other stuff have you been into? Because I remember earlier in your life, you went to like karate and stuff, ain't it? Or um, yeah. It? So I was, uh, I did hapkido for about twelve years. Damn, I became yeah. a black belt. Holy shit, that's crazy. Um, so you could defend yourself. I mean, kind of. Yeah, I forgot a lot of it. It's it's, it's difficult because hapkido is is great in a sense that it teaches you a few things. Um, but I would say like most traditional martial arts, a lot of it is. It's not useful, mm-hmm. uh, to be you know, mm-hmm. frankly honest here. It's, it's, it's a lot. A lot is performative. I've, the way I've heard it yeah. described. Well, like that the way like I've heard it, way. the way it was. Well, it's, no, it's, it's true. It's, it's traditional. Defense. It can be performative in some ways. There are some, I'm sure, practical practices of different things. But the way I've also heard it described, almost I think it was a comedian that even said it. So it's kind of a joke, but it's some truth in it. Is like karate and different forms of martial arts like that is really only effective against another motherfucker that knows karate or something like that, <laughs> yeah, you know, like pretty much. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's a, it's at a level of basically if the guy has no idea what, if the, your opponent has no idea what they're doing, you're yes. pretty effective. But that, in that case, I mean, most things are. Yeah. yeah you're right. That's a good point. Um, you're waiting for him to come up so you can get him with a little underhook and he's just going to be like, yeah, <laughs> it's like they didn't even give you a chance. Like, but like, but also, it's I guess I, I it can also be seen as like a competitive sport, like fencing, I guess too. Where like yeah, we have tournaments like, and stuff like that, and it, but it's mostly it was mostly you know point system. So you touch, okay, you gain I a point, see. which isn't very realistic because mm, you know you're not going to tap somebody quickly and then you Wait, know, that goes you've back. Done, you've to, done fencing. No, I no, like a ranked. Uh, oh, his, the I'm sorry, keep keto. Keto. Like, 
You did it for 12 years, but you forgot a little bit of it? Yeah, I mean, I remember kind of most things. The the, the most useful items that I remember is a lot of the the kicks, because most people don't see kicks coming. So I know the... That shit will rock your world if you hit somebody right. Yeah, so Hapkido is basically Taekwondo mm. meets Aikido, mm. and you put it together and you kind of mash it up. So you have that kind of, you know, grappling ability of Aikido, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at least to me, the useful parts. Wow. Um, and then Taekwondo, you get all the kicks and striking. So all the kicks are, are they work, basically. Yeah. Um, it's stuff you see in the UFC, roundhouse kicks, side kicks, front kicks. Yeah. Body um, kicks, that'll, that shit will fuck somebody. Yeah. So you have things that'll work, um, basically, off the top. It's helped me a lot. I started doing Muay Thai for a bit, uh, for about a year. Um, so kicking was the easy part, but using my hands was a little bit more difficult. Because mm. traditionally, take one dough, doesn't really, you don't really focus on your hands and like learning the kick. Mm. Um, so that changed a lot. And then I wrestled in high school. Uh, so that's interesting to... I wrestled as well. Grappling is such a different sport that yeah. people don't realize. I mean, I fighting someone... Like, if I fought a boxer, like, I'm totally done. Yeah. But I know if we take it to the ground, it's a different story on my end because mm-hmm. most people haven't felt it. Um, I think the best way to describe it is when if you are a younger sibling and your older sibling just sits on top of you and you can't get out... That's pretty much the feeling you get when you can, like, out-wrestle somebody. Yeah. I used to wrestle with everyone. Like, completely just having to submit. My, my stepdad wrestled, like, in high school, so we would, like, te- I don't know any of that shit. But he, he would, some, when I was younger, he would teach me some shit. And it's, it is crazy. Just And I also had a buddy that, while it's not wrestling, uh, that I worked with that did uh, judo as well, too. And whereas that's not quite the, the wrestling mat. But it's almost quite as similar in the sense where it's dangerous, when, especially when you get on the ground. Yeah, judo like, is... is another grappling sport and yeah. it utilizes a lot of the throws and it's very i mean it's very practical as that and a lot of like the the li- like the limb and clothes kind of like oh yeah like grabbing it's nuts what they can do and they just wrap your clothes it, around their hands and oh yeah I don't if know. you think judo isn't useful i mean no that's that's probably when he was i've seen plenty of the competitive videos he was showing me and shit and like and then i've seen even in uh the i him and i fight videos I don't know I I just love watching people fight I don't know what it is but I was in the street and competitively oh yeah all that shit but you can really see when when somebody's like in a street fight somebody who knows judo because I don't know like just the the way they can work doing their stances and shit well not even that it's It's, not the stance it's the fact that judo okay so so wrestling is about dominating the opponent on the ground Mm. Uh, we use doubles a double leg or something Mm. like that so what you're doing is you're you're pushing your opponent um, you're using your whole body to basically oh. take them down, which is different than judo. Judo uses a lot of leverage. So the mm. the way that the I best describe judo is, is that um, the big throw that everyone, uh, that everyone knows is you know the shoulder throw. Um, that's the one that everyone gets hyped for. That mm. one is about literally stealing your opponent's space. Mm. A lot of people tell you you just grab the shoulder, you turn around, you put you know, basically you know you put your butt to their nuts and you just kind of hinge over and throw them. Mm. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you're not really using leverage. You're just kind of mm. standing there. Um, what you need to do is you literally put your hips where their hips are. You literally take that space. So you, as you turn in, you bump them. Um, and that creates leverage because they actually have to hinge now. Almost like a full body trip. Kind of. Yeah. Cause now what you're doing is you're folding, you're folding yourself by bumping in right now. They're folding on top of you. So yeah, now like the throw has kind of lessened and you also have that inertia of kind of lifting them up. 
Okay. Yeah. So I see. Judo is about taking space and using it against them mm. via leverage. Yeah, it's just nuts how the yeah. nuances between each of the the yeah. martial arts and like what's what's practical, what's what's traditional, what's They're in between. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, I I you know I was I you know I've been doing jujitsu for a bit. I'm still a white belt, so uh, again, my knowledge is very limited. But um, jujitsu is is a lot different and i enjoy the sport because it, it teaches you to kind of slow down wrestling is very explosive you go in you push 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 jujitsu really teaches you like mm. this is not a points game it can be um that's how jujitsu kind of started and became popular in the sense of you know competition wise we still do it where we you know we score by points uh now there's submission only which i think is in my, my opinion, bad. <laughs> my bad, folks. I'm listening. I'm listening. In my opinion, is like the only way we should doing be doing jujitsu, um, because it teaches you like the actual. Fuck you, man. You <laughs> because I'm opening. The bit. Yes, I'm lot. sorry, man. You said I'm listening. It's like the people are gonna be listening. That shit was just like what was going on in the back. Was somebody was somebody was somebody crunching on some chips? It was zero. You motherfucker. That shit was fire too, though. So like, I understand, bro. Y'all fucking interrupted. Okay, so you're a white belt in jujitsu, but you're a black belt in which one? Hapkido. Hapkido. And then you've done fucking chess. You've done golfing. Yeah, I chess whoop somebody ass. Right? Recently picked up golfing. So what? Besides, um, what an interesting man. Yeah, besides going out there to to New Jersey and taking on this new career, doing uh, what's it? Digital marketing. Digital marketing. What what hobbies are you looking up? Looking forward to adopting out there. Uh, adopting out there. I don't really know. I mean, I it's a, it's a whole new world. I mean, it's a new. Hey, what? You still gonna try to like uh, go out there and? <laughs> You know, meet some gym or go to those like you know keto gyms and jujitsu gyms and stuff. Um, or I mean, I was looking into jujitsu. Um, I was doing Olympic weightlifting before the move and everything like mm. that. I just Olympic weightlifting stopped. shit. What um, the fuck? Yeah, I injured my wrist. Oh fuck! So I couldn't. I you know I haven't been able to do it for months basically. But is that uh, like powerlifting? No. So powerlifting is different. Powerlifting focuses on the three main lifts, which is squat, deadlift, and bench. Okay. Uh, Olympic weightlifting is obviously the one you see in the Olympics. Uh, It's the original kind of, you know, how strong are you Mm -hmm. with uh, the snatch and then the clean and then the, uh, well, the jerk. Okay. That sounds wild. Um, So it's basically lift as much weight as you can, as quickly as you can off the floor in these two different lifts. Um, it's like 90% technique. Um, and I say that full well, knowing that that's exactly what's carried me so far in Olympic weightlifting. Um, I'm not the strongest by any means. Which is knowing how to, how to fold, when to fold, how to breathe. Pretty much. Uh, so I injured myself trying to lift 90 kilos in a clean. Jesus. Jesus. Um. Was 90 kilos transferred into pounds? Uh, so you just multiply it by 2.25. Um, so if you just double it, just, you know, ballparking it, that's about 180. And you're, if with the extra numbers, you're probably looking at about like 190, maybe. And he just, he got injured lifting what I weigh. God, damn. Um, I weigh like 196. So the only reason I got injured was literally because I, my body isn't strong enough for the weight. That's pretty much what happened. My wrist collapsed, um, just cause I wasn't strong enough. Shit. But I was able to lift it just due to technique. I mean, oh, you no, have to that. be explosive. Uh, it's been about... Oh, Two three months now, something like that. Still fucked up. I mean, I can't like lift heavy things. Like certain angles of my wrist hurt to bend it to, but like, fuck, I can like pull. 
That's good. So I can do like a deadlift and stuff like that to a certain extent. That's good. Yeah, I'm just imagining that right now, bro. If I went to the gym, I'd probably fuck up hella fucking muscles, dude. Yeah, you gotta stretch, bro. Yeah, I gotta bro. stretch. I haven't worked out Well, I mean, the, the key thing is to start off, you know. I probably need to do like, When I was working out in high school, I was probably doing mad damage to myself, if I'm being honest with you. I mean, most, most kids are, because most people want to start off strong. It's, it's difficult to start at the gym, and this yeah. is why people, New Year's resolutioners, back out so early. It is because you walk into a gym, you see a guy benching like three plates, and you go like, oh, I can do that, or I want to do that. And then you put like one plate on, and then you realize, oh, I'm not strong enough. This is gonna, you know, this is terrible. I'm not gonna be able to do this. Yeah. Uh, when I started, I mean, yeah. to put it frankly, the clean is, is one of the, one of the most, I don't, I don't want to say easy, yeah. but it's easy in the sense that it the you use a lot more yeah. of your muscle groups um and it's kind of easier in the sense that like you can load more weight mm. the snatch which is my hardest lift to do because it's a single pull literally overhead mm. um is a lot more difficult for me so my max clean before i injured myself was probably 87 or 85 kilos um but my snatch is the best I've done is like 45 kilos. What the fuck is a snatch? Wow. So a snatch is basically you grab the bar um, at a long grip, kind of like a Y you're trying to make. Yeah. Um, so as you come up, so as if you stand with the bar, you're looking for the bar to be waist level. Yeah. Like literally waist level. Mm-hmm. Um, so you start short, almost like you're going to do like a deadlift with it. You're going to pop up. As you pop up, the bar is going to continue to come up, and as you so the idea is not just for you to get under, but the way you get under is by pulling the bar more. Mm. So you pull the bar continuously, that'll pull you under the bar. Okay. You'll drop, you'll catch it in a squat with the bar overhead, and that's still that Y formation grip, and then you have to stand up from there. Yeah, so like, what was that one called? So you're not pushing Jerk. up. You're pulling the bar, going under, catching it, mm. and then you have to stand with your locked arms. For so it's squat. almost like doing an overhead squat. What the fuck? That sounds heavy as fuck. Ladies and gentlemen, Ke- motherfucking Kevin, dude, you do so much, bro. For real, bro. <laughs> He's crazy. got a lot going on, bro. This is dope. This is dope. Man, I'm excited, bro, because I personally haven't even traveled to fucking New Jersey and like the East Coast. For you to go out there Did you go to Baltimore? And, being, and being well cultured already. Did you go to Baltimore, bro? Yeah, that's like the only part. I wish I would have <laughs> gone up north. He huh? said, you're a fucking liar, dude. You're a fucking liar, dude. <laughs> he called me out. He called me out. You piece of shit. But, man. Um, besides that, how, how are you guys feeling? Well. How are you guys feeling this? Uh, you know. Right. It is almost Friday. Almost so Friday. It is. What's that? T. Friday. Listen, guys, before we get to before we get into the HNS Awards, because you guys are looking a little tired, you guys looking like you guys want to get the fuck out of here already. I'm chilling. All right, cool. I am. I'm out of here, bro. Right now. What? Better be chilling, bro. Before we get into the HNS Awards part of the show, I wanted to just go into some last of the year. Scandalous ass fucking news. Oh my god! You gotta have it. He's gonna bring up Kanye. No, it's the no. it's the attempt. It's literally doom scrolling. We're Don't. literally doom scrolling right yeah. now. Don't. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the bad news is, yeah. 
over the last uh, week, maybe week and a half, yeah. I have literally been creating TikToks to try to promote the brand. Right. And I just got news that apparently there's going to be a TikTok ban. Okay. I have opinions on that, but I'm going to let you finish. Go ahead. This, so this is fun. what I found out. This is what I found out. Apparently, the TikTok ban <laughs> is only for government-issued phones yeah. for official people that they cannot have that on their devices. Yeah. So TikTok is not really banned. No. So yeah. therefore, do you think the mass hysteria will still affect the possibility of uh, yes. TikTok being a viable um, marketing device for it's this company? Now, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, man. Go ahead. Tell me. Tell me. Here's is that a bad idea? Should I? Should I? I'm Continue gonna, on the TikTok wave. No, 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 let him talk, Brandon. No, I, 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 I won't make it long. I'm just preface. I don't use TikTok. Like Hit it's me. not. I don't. I, and I love like that like short burst of instant uh-huh. gratification meme shit. I do, but also like I sell enough of my data on it inadvertently as enough as it is. Like I probably shouldn't download another one. But my thing is though, um, TikTok is invasive. It is, and there's questionable content on there, but there's also questionable content on a lot of platforms. Can't you see, like, titties and pussy and shit like that? There's, there's a lot of shit on a lot of platforms at this point, and, you know, it, it is what it is. You, get, you just gotta monitor it. But what I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, to your point, A, there's a lot of the pop culture headlines mm-hmm. where they take that one thing out of context, where they say TikTok is banned on any bureau- official bureaucratic mm-hmm. employee phone. Makes sense, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And then they take some shit out of context and make a headline that says TikTok banned huh. by the U.S. government. And it's like, that's A, just extremely misleading. Yeah. But B, even if they were to ban TikTok, it wouldn't solve anything because oh, yeah. you're just banning one app. And if you really want to make change, then you need yeah. to make change entirely well, to legislature applying to internet privacy laws. Absolutely. The like, only that's reason a, they're picking on that app is because it's Chinese. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that who, and the who, fact who that... Who owned Vine? Who did own Vine? It's just, it's just Wasn't it a startup? Uh, I don't I know. So the solution is to bring back Vine. Essentially, I mean, it's doing. I would Vine not argue yeah. bringing back Vine. If I mean, Vine there was nothing was the wrong shit. with it. Vine was the shit. Same with my. We should just bring back Vine and MySpace and delete everything else. If there's any but coders MySpace out there, get back on. I know, but it's fucking garbage right now. It's, no, they're entirely focused on music. Well, My apparently not, because they deleted a bunch of... They lost, like, over 60% of the music. That was, what the fuck? Did, yeah. But that was a while ago. I know, but it sucked. Because my, my wow. stepdad had a metal band, like, album on there. No like, shit? Yeah, I was so mad. Cause I used and to he only had it on there? Yeah, because it's fucking 2003. Why would anyone do that, Or whatever, though? I don't know what year it was, but... Imagine if we only had our rough some shit, like, on Reverbation. Well, imagine when, like, Bandcamp or some shit's gone and. No, the craziest or, thing is that... Uh, not too long ago, I was actually Googling my name, and I discovered... Yeah, you do that. Wait, 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 the full name? Yeah, and I discovered Band... Yeah, but- and I discovered Band Lab yeah, but- demos, Bandcamp demos, Reverb Nation demos that I had not heard in, like... So if somebody looks over, you up, there's gonna over, be, like, music tied to your name? Nothing but music, yeah. Same, yeah. I have SoundCloud, that's my name. I have a nothing, couple things nothing that don't demos, name on yeah. them. Nothing but some demo shit, nothing's good. I wanna Google myself. Yeah, nothing good. Google the hell it is. You know, but it's, it's music, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, I mean, if you guys don't think it's a bad idea, I guess I can continue. I just, yeah, I don't know about banning an app. I feel like if you're, banning an app is very totalitarian in my mind. I feel like if you are to try and solve anything, it's going to be at the root of the problem, which is so you watch your fucking legislature. And 
to watch your kids. Essentially. That's a good point. Watch your fucking kids. Well, watch your Stop fucking you know, watch your app. fucking kids, and well, and that, and like again, what is TikTok? Just like any of the other apps, it's selling your data. It's it's invading your privacy. It's and it's not the only one doing that. They're just targeting that one because it's popular. But in for reality, the past few weeks, bro. Mm-hmm. Speaking of social media, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, go for it. I have not been using any of my social media apps, like mm-hmm. Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter. Here's my thing, man. I'm just about the memes. That's all it is. Facebook, use YouTube, and Reddit. That's all I'm I'll really used. And, well, and I just it, scroll it, that shit because people post hilarious shit. Him, and I'm it, sorry. it sounds like you were about to people come upon like funny kinda... as fuck. No, and I was. Yeah, like, what and happened? what I'm getting at by saying that I haven't been using my social media apps is that shit feels good, dude. It does. It well, really does. Especially, and I feel you. Especially when you like, if I really just use my phone for work or like talking to some different people, text people for. A week? That shit feels great when you take Bro, a step back like, from for it. example, I haven't used, like, for the one I started with was fucking Facebook. Mm. Yeah, it's just garbage. <laughs> I got I got a notification for a memory that I had on Facebook the other day. So I got on Facebook mm-hmm. for, like, a second just to see what the fuck the memory was. And then I happened to, after looking at that memory, I went Doom to the... Doom scrolls. No, I went to the newsfeed for a second. Okay. That shit is depressing, dude. It is, dude. Everybody on Facebook is either posting some pick me ass fucking shit, dude, or, or it's sh- politics, or, or they're shit. sharing too fucking much info, bro. Yeah, bro, for real. Facebook is a ranting. Oh forum. my god, dude, that shit's As depressing, own. bro. I don't fucking use. And that I, shit, I was bro. never a Twitter user. That was never my I thing. I can't get into it. I was I never have an account. I don't use it. It's and like it. I see, and here's my thing: is I see the, the I saw the initial benefit of it of like the mm. the instantaneous. Like updates and like that was that's what Twitter was. It was it was like trending instantaneous shit. And that's kind of like everybody's transitioning to Mastodon now because mm. that's kind of like the open source version of Twitter. I'm I I like shit like that in regards to the open source software shit. But I again that's not my that's kind of social media. I'm, I'm hearing of that one. I, I just like I like I like forum based, interest based. That's why I like Reddit. Mm-hmm. And I know Reddit's been around for a long time, so they've Reddit's been able shit. to carry it every day. I do too. And again, like Reddit is honestly. It's only bare. It's barely a little better than some of the other social medias. Like yeah. it is. See, Reddit's cool. A lot of the cool. people can be very trolly. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Reddit this is cool, bro. Kid. I love this guy. I... Reddit is cool if you don't go to the comments. Because if you go to the fucking comments, bro, it's full of bullshit. Oh my get God. that shit. No, I'm gonna text. Are you trying to ignore him? Well, t- hold on. I'm not calling him fast. Yeah, you guys. Shit, right? Yeah, you guys. Yeah. 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 Reddit is cool uh, if you don't go to the fucking comments. Bro. Answer, yeah, bro. I mean, it's it's a give and take. I mean. Um, let's, let's go with, like, car culture. Like, before YouTube and stuff like that became big with car culture, like, you would have to go to forums, because you had to ask questions. So the comment section was filled with trolls, but there were also people who, like, actually had insight and would help you out. So Reddit is pretty much the same way. You have a lot of trolls, because it's Reddit, um, but you do have people who are there to, you know, at least have some sort of like an intelligent insight to the mess. If you're going into Reddit looking for something specific, you'll find it. But if you're going in just like checking it out, you're gonna find some stupid shit and some informative shit. Yeah, but I mean that's hey, I'm not been gonna Reddit in a cult like as a culture. I'm not gonna lie though. Some of my most guttural laughs as an adult yeah. have came from Reddit threads. Ah, me too. Dude, there's some funny shit on. Because I used to laugh like crazy as fuck when I was young, where like your ribs hurt and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, there was a huge gap because there was nobody to laugh with, nothing to really laugh about. Yeah. But and as I started getting a little older, probably like from the last three years to now, some of those times when I've been cracking up is because yeah. something stupid I read. 
And I'm just imagining, like, the way they reply to one another. Yeah. It's because the sarcasm, the way that they write, the dumb shit they say on Reddit, bro. No, yeah. That shit is fucking it's hilarious, fucking dog. Dude. And just, even the memes. The dude, memes it's because they're man. fucking dumb. Dumb as fuck. I mean, it's dope. for the fact that there's a Reddit page about, like, funny comments, yeah. like, comment wars, oh, I mean, yeah. it speaks for itself. No that, shit. What the Have you, fuck? So I assume you're into Carson, right? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen a uh, roast my roast my car or something like that? Yes, that shit is fucking funny. Roast. People post your cars. Oh, I didn't post mine. And then oh, you get gas. Gas. <laughs> you post your car with the intention of getting roasted based on the car you have. Oh, I mean, you can put your car and you'll be fine. I mean, I've seen like clapped out Honda Civics with like the tiniest wing. Literally, they ripped it off like a Hot Wheel. Yeah. Put it on the back. Yeah. <laughs> and I, know what I you're mean. They'll fucking gas the shit. I mean, out it's, of them, it's there. You you do it in a in a humbling manner. That's what you usually do it for. <laughs> yeah, because um, you're gonna get gas. You're gonna get home. Because wow. I mean, the like car culture oh. is the same as like any other like you know yeah. kind gonna, of peace culture yeah. in the sense of like shoes and other things like that. Yeah. Like everyone has their own right. way and version of of making their vehicle um, to the way they want it to look. Mm. So a lot of people find it funny, and you know, you, like again, you do it in a humbling way. You post it on there because you want to see. How badly is your car built in the way that you love it the most? Yeah, yeah. It's like, damn. Did you Try go to car meets and shit, bro? No, I haven't really. I've gotten into it recently. Um, so I haven't really done meets or anything like that. Meets has become such a a difficult thing to do, especially in LA due to the whole pandemic and like all like the, the street riot, like raid kind of things have been going on. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's car culture back in the day was you guys meeting up at like a parking lot um and you were there to basically talk shop uh this is my car you know uh this is the way i built it you would get roast there too you would um (laughs) but it's like a reddit it was like a in-person reddit in-person reddit it was you know people who would clown on you but people who would also be like that's pretty dope um i have the same ride i did this this worked this didn't work yeah um, I bought from this company because it's more reputable. I yeah. bought from that company and it was trash. Yeah, wow. Like it was a it's, it was a community of people together, um, but now it seems to be just people who think that it's about just ripping donuts on the street. And yeah, that's dude, that's why I stopped because I here in Kansas City at least I started going to car meets like a few wow. years back because I had a I had a decent tuner car. I had a Volvo, <laughs> it was a two thousand four Volvo S sixty R. It was a decent tuner car. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. And I used to go to car meets because, you know, hey, I got a like, so, somewhat unique car. You don't see them around too much. No, not at all. So I started going to fucking car meets, bro, and they turned toxic quick, bro. Well, were you just talking about, like, how some of the policemen cracking down on them, too? No, no, no. Shit? Well, that's recent because yeah. people doing donuts. No, I'm yeah. talking about when I started going to car meets here in Kansas City, when I first started noticing. Why were you and David going to them, like, Dude, years they got ago fucking too? disgusting, bro. Just people being hella, like, people being ghetto as fuck. No, not even off ego. The highway just, like, kind of ratchet. Yeah, ratchet as fuck, dude. Wow. Like, they started doing donuts and shit. Like, street races were always part of it, which is fucking cool. Right. Yeah, but you used to, if you were going to. The way the car community used to work, you know, when you do car meets, like, if you saw somebody and, you know, you guys probably talk a little trash just because that's the way it goes. Right. And you wanted to decide it on the street, you would do it in a, you know, in a manner that was pretty discreet. Right. In a way that, like, no one is around. Yeah. You're trying not to bother anybody. Yeah. Like, you're just trying to settle the score. And right. now it's, like, so fuck. Like, they're doing it on purpose to get in your fucking way. Yeah, well, people are doing it in, like, busy streets. Like, yeah. where there's, like, people moving around. And that's what we weren't doing before. Yeah, exactly. We were literally, like, people would literally go to a car meet. You would go to a parking lot that was kind of out of the way, a little mm-hmm. abandoned, mm-hmm. and maybe, like, a part of town that most people aren't going to. Yeah. 
Um, and you weren't revving or anything like that. It wasn't about that. It wasn't about it. It wasn't about you showing off how loud your car was or you know how fast can your car go. It was like parking the car and like showing people like this is how I like my car to be. Like, and then you walk around looking at other people's cars. Yeah, and just making conversation. It's, it's funny you say that because growing up, like I mean. Car meets, it's funny. I was never too much of a car person, but at least growing yeah. up, like in Independence, like yeah, yeah. there was a McDonald's down the highway near where I grew up, and that McDonald's was once a month. They had a fucking car meet where everybody yeah. bring either old ass cars or their really nice cars, and it, they would park them, hoods up, and it's everybody chill. Yeah, they're just idling. In the car. Yeah. And everybody would just vibe. That was and a car meet. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. And now, like you said, it's just oh, changed it's into these fucking like. I don't know. Like I, I shit you not. I think I told you this before. Just being loud and near yeah. near where I live again. There's a time where I was at this light turned green. I started going. These fucking big ass pickup trucks. Two of them blocked the intersection so that all of their buddies could pass through the red light and none of us can go through the green light. They had all you know what I mean. It's yeah. just all these damn big ass cars. Yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like really it's, man. Like go find. An empty road. Like, I know it's not a lot of them, but come on. You guys think the downfall like, of car shows coincides with, like, the introduction of, like, the four-wheeler into them? No, 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 no. I think the downfall of car music comes, comes in. It was, a. Uh, it's it's about, I think teenagers. it's... Teenagers. Teenagers. To me, the, it, it was teenagers. Fuck the kids. Because when, when I started going to car meets, bro, I was, <laughs> I was a, a young adult. I was, like, 20 or so, wow. 19, 20 or so. And then one, once I stopped going is whenever the teenagers started coming around with their shitty-ass fucking cars. Bro, they would fight each other at car meets. Why are you fighting? <laughs> Imagine. Like, they would, like, jump each other at car meets. Like, wow. jump each other. Yeah, bro. It's like, wow, you guys are here fighting with the fucking hand-me-down Fuck cars Fuck your ultimate, here. bro. Yeah, bro. They'd come and, like, beat each other's ass and started shooting at each other, too. And I was like, bro. No way. Yeah, dude, there's vid- like, I remember not too long ago, at least here in Kansas City, there's a video of a, of quit- of a, a group of people. People, they pull up to a quit trip. A quit trip over here on Front Street. Whoa. So it's like North Case mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. They pull up to this fucking quit trip, bro, and they start beating the shit out of, like, I'm talking about a, like a group of at least, like, a hundred people. Wow. Run wow. into the quit trip to beat one mob. person's ass. Bro, what the to beat fuck? One person's and they, like, broke the whole quit trip down, bro. What'd that person do? Some foul shit? I mean, whatever. He won in a race. <laughs> bro, whatever the fuck it was. Was it really enough to, like, chase him all the way to Quitcher? There was, like, a hundred cars that pulled up, and they all beat his ass. He flexed his Supra at the meet, and they weren't happy about it. Low-key, probably. <laughs> I, mean, somebody off. I mean, car culture, I mean, like like you were saying, I mean, the community before was about, a lot of it was about people with their own builds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what you had. You had tuner cars yeah. um, that you would show up. Yeah. And you, you did it yourself, and you mm-hmm. were proud of it. That's what you were showing. I think part of it also nowadays is the fact that, like, I'm not blaming Dodge or, you know, Ford or Chevy or any of those companies, but I think they've stepped away from making tuner vehicles. Yeah. You can tune a Challenger, you know, a Mustang, you know, Camaro very easily, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't do it or anything like Mm. that. What I'm saying, though, is that it's become almost too easy. That's instant gratification. That you think that you're, you're somehow part of the group that, like, of people back in the day who used to like weld their like yeah. intakes. Yeah. They used to weld their exhaust pipes. Yeah, that's point. Um, you know, and there are people who still do that. They'll they'll make a, a a cage themselves. They'll measure it, you know, three times over if they need to, cut twice, you know. But you're <laughs> not gonna find that person on a car meet. Fuck no, you not anymore. Y'all not y'all anymore y'all because it's it's not about that anymore. It, well, it's almost like a kind of, and, it, and it's a very different analogy, but I, I am into 
like fucking ass so, seat. God damn. <laughs> some people are into vintage cars and like this the tune and that stuff. I I really like the vintage computers and technology and shit. And it's a similar situation where like shit used to be built to where it was customizable and it was easily repaired by the owner and things like that. And yeah, now it really feels like things now are built to be more modules of other things and like I, I, instead of really kind of customizing it to I I don't know like it's just. I, it's an instant gratification thing, I guess. It's just it yeah, really everything convenience. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, but again, because that sells to the masses. Yeah, that's what makes it easy. They're not worried about the small. You guys buying a Tesla? You guys buying a Tesla next year? No, I'm, no. I definitely am thinking about transitioning to an electric car. We're probably not a Tesla. Not a Tesla. I am like a Honda electric. No, I like if a anything. I might do a hybrid in the yeah, future. Yeah, that's probably that's, what I'm thinking. But I mean, I I can't do electric, and the only reason is because of. Sound and feel. Yeah. Dead ass. That's there's the a, only reason why. There's I a difference. Electric. I mean, I I get it. Electric is cool. You can be very, you know, it's a whole lot of torque instantly. I get mm. it. There's a very mass appeal. I'm not even gonna touch on the fact that you know the battery cells and everything else are worse for the environment than you think they are. Um, I just saw a fucking documentary but, about cobalt. But I mean, I think one thing that you know that if you take away anything that I'm saying right now is the fact that like you all should learn how to drive a manual at least once. Yeah. Yep. And the only reason I'm saying this is because that'll change your perspective on combustion. It'll make you a car person. On, on combustion engines. Yeah. Even if it doesn't make you a car person. Just the combustion engine. The feel of you controlling the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it not just being instant gratification of like, oh, it can drive me here or there. Mm-hmm. The fact yeah. that you can you change gears. You feel every single gear shift. Well, yeah. You know what's going on. You can feel it within the engine. The engine will literally talk to you. If you miss the shift... Like oh, yeah. the engine yell, and transmission yeah. will literally yell at you, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and it's beautiful. I mean, it, it's it's um it's a piece of machinery that someone has crafted. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, and it goes to show you as well if somebody if somebody goes from learning only strictly from automatic to going to you know stick you know manual stick shift, um, then. It just goes to show all of what your car is doing for you when you are truly driving. You're like, oh, it's shifting all of this uh, yeah, these gears like, every time I'm going uphill or downhill or do this way or that way. And so, is your uh, golf uh, stick shift? So my golf is in stick shift. I I picked a DSG just because I drive in LA. So driving a stick is very horrible in a big oh, city. Yeah, yeah. You'll be stuck in like first and second stick. gear the whole way through. Oh, yeah. Fuck that. Um, do I wish I traded it? Do I wish I had a manual at times? Yeah. I mean, like, the road trip out here to Kansas City, like, it would have been fun to do it that way. But, again, I mean, I I bought what I bought because of the situation I was in. Um, I'm heading to a city anyway, so a DSG still makes sense for a dual-clutch transmission. But, I mean, I I, I know how to drive a manual. I still need practice. I get it. Um, I'm not the best. But, I mean, to your point, yeah. I mean, feeling what a manual does... Um, what you do with the manual and then you drive, sit in an automatic car. I mean, if you think reversing is very easy because you can just put it in reverse and just back up easily, I mean, you try riding a clutch yeah. in reverse. Or going, or like holding a clutch and then uh, on a hill. On a hill, yeah. yeah. I mean, climbing a hill you think is super easy. Oh, I just put my foot on the gas and I can yeah. go up the hill. Oh, no, your car's doing a lot right now. No, and I mean, manual teaches you a lot of old school tricks of like coming down a hill and not roasting your brakes by yeah. holding the brake down. You learn how to engine, engine brake. Yeah. Which most people don't even know what that is. And that's literally you downshifting so that the engine itself will lessen the RPMs and will literally slow down. The tires, mm. so that it breaks by re- uh, by the reduction of speed, 
putting all that force and momentum onto the engine and transmission. Mm-hmm. Shit. There's a lot going on, bro. Yeah, man. You guys, <laughs> hey. That's what's up, man. You guys, I can see you guys getting along hella good. Well, listen, this we're about to hit the limit here in, here in a little bit. Um, speaking of speaking of manual cars and taking control of your lives, you kind of told us what you're about to do, where you're headed, what your plans are for the new year. How about you two guys? You've been frequent guests. I want to thank you, actually. Um, I had a, a PDF pulled up the other day where I made, uh, let me see if I can pull it up right now, where I tracked... How many times you guys are actually guests on the podcast throughout the year? Mm-hmm. And, dude, thank you guys. A PDF? You've been oh, a PDF? Dude, I am organized. I'm taking oh, this yeah. shit serious. All right, check this out. I know you guys shit going on at work if you make a PDF. All right, check this out. My little, my little PDF listed all the episodes, yeah. who was on the podcast and shit. So, as it turns out, I had um, 17 unique guests. You are now officially number 18. Oh, yeah? Kevin, thank you very much for coming on. Appreciate Leonard, it. Leonard, you were on the podcast 11 times before. Really? Now, you, yeah, you're one of the most frequent reoccurring guests. Because you are That's a co-host. It? Yeah. And now, it's, and, and, and now it's 12. <laughs> and now it's 12. Benjamin, lucky number seven. Look, my favorite I appreciate you guys so much for being on the podcast, for coming back, for just being my fucking friends and shit, and for, you know, supporting me as, as much as I keep you guys hostage for these conversations. How they many times have uh, Bill Gates on here? You guys, excuse me, Bill Gates? <laughs> yeah. Listen, that he's not on, he's not, son of a he hasn't been on here in 2022, but he's on the docket for 2023. Who? You better believe it. Bill, Bill Gates. Gates. Listen, <laughs> guys. Um, Invitation what, what, was sent. Yeah. How, how are you guys feeling leading into the new year? What are your guys' plans? You guys feeling good about your positions outside of you know our you know our hobbies and interests? You know, and all these you know podcasting. Uh, how are you guys feeling in your lives? The world is. Scared. I've been your most frequent guest, bro. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> that's cool. Hell yeah. This is an interesting PDF. Dude, you know, Hell yeah. Data, data is huh? fun. It's pretty data. organized. Mm-hmm. Data is fun to play with. I'm a nerd sometimes. No, but man, you know, we live in a interesting world, but damn, it's 2023. That's yeah. nuts. That's that's the really all I can 2023. Say. Can you guys believe that shit? When we were growing up, yo, this was the future. You remember when the world, this they thought the, the world future. was going to end in 2012? 2012. Oh, yeah. oh fucking and, movies came and, out. And has shit ever felt real since then? Nope. Ooh. Just it's like, it's, like the, it's like the world spiraled out into some kind of fucking... Um, so it was the end of the world, just not in a way we viewed it. Exactly. All right, well, listen, guys. I'm not officially done with you guys yet, but do you guys have any send-offs for the last official episodes? And then we still have a quick little 10, 15-minute segment, which is the HNS Awards, as rushes as it will yeah. be. Do you guys have any send-offs for the last episode? Um, moral of the year. Fuck them kids. Yeah. Fuck them kids. <laughs> hey, actually, yeah. Nobody well, here has kids. Well, game strong. Nobody here, nobody here has kids? Yeah, dude, straight up. Uh, pull out Game Strong. Pull game out Game Strong. strong hey, shout out to the H&S Podcast. Shout out to all the people coming back. Love you guys. Um, Till next year. Till next year. It's going to be great. Happy New Year's. The, Happy Holidays. We love you. Ireland? Iceland, Ireland, United States. <laughs> Um, Bro, yeah. fuck yeah. HNS Podcast has been great. Kevin, Benjamin, <laughs> Leonard, your host, Irv. This has been HNS Podcast episode number 67, I believe. Not a, not a bad number to end on. Not a bad number to end on. Thank you guys. And come back for one more episode of the HNS Awards um, where we're going to just talk some bullshit. Thank you. Until next time. Bye.